Hello everyone, this is Julie Ducre, the host of the Julie Ducre Show, where I share entertainment news and more. I got the sauce. This episode is going to be a part two regarding the Grammys uh, awards voting process. And all of this is going to relate to the uh, allegations that Nicki Minaj had made on her Instagram live uh, that her single Super Freaky Girl had been on the top of the charts, number one, the Billboard charts for eight weeks. And then her single was submitted to the Grammys for possible nomination and that they recategorized her single from rap to pop. And in my opinion, Nikki made an insinuation that they did it to give more recognition to the new artists and make the opportunity um, lesser for the, I'm going to say the legendary artists who have been in the games um, much longer, far longer than, uh, you know, the Doja Cats or the uh, Lottos uh, and the uh, Miami, Young Miami. So there's a process that a lot of people don't understand when they hear about Grammy nominations. Uh, as I said yesterday in my previous episode, that the Grammys change their rules and regulations and processes. And now they've gone back to including everybody. Uh, it's a peer to peer group effort in terms of nominating, uh, uh, for the, uh, Grammy awards. So let's begin. The Recording Academy Grammy Awards voting process. Um, that process begins with members and record companies submitting entries, which are then screened for eligibility and category placement. Now listen very carefully. That process begins with screening the entries submitted for eligibility and category placement. The Academy's voting members, all involved in the creative and technical processes of recording, then they participate, number one, in the nominating process that determines the five panelists in each category, and number two, the final voting process, which determines the Grammy winners. Let's talk about submission. Recording Academy members and record companies enter recordings and music videos released during the eligibility year, which they consider worthy of recognition in the Grammy awards process. So let's stop there. So last year, the submission period was, I believe September 1st and ended, uh, I think around either the end of September or somewhere uh, the first week of October, perhaps the second week. Uh, I will make sure that when I post my next episode that I'll have that information available for you. But Google is available. You can look it up yourself if you can't wait for me to come back on and give you the information. 
There's also a screening process, which is where they review sessions by more than 350 experts in various fields that are held to ensure that entered recordings meet specific qualifications and have been placed in appropriate fields such as rock, R&B, jazz, country, gospel, new age, rap, classical, and Latin, amongst others. Now, the Grammys say the purpose of screenings is not to make artistic or technical judgments. Are you listening, Nicki Minaj? Let me repeat. According to the Grammys, they say the purpose of screenings is not to make artistic or technical judgments about the recordings, but rather to make sure that each entry is eligible and placed in its proper category. Let's talk about that for a moment. I've listened to Super Freaky Girl, which is um, music that was composed by the famous and the late Rick James. Uh, Remember, she's a very freaky girl, the kind that won't come home to mother, something like that. But anyway, uh, I don't know all the words, but she's a super freak. Super freak. That girl's super freaky. Yeah. So anyway, that's Rick James um, music. And basically, she's rapping. She's rapping over the beat. I have to disagree with the Grammys. I don't think they should have removed it from the rap category and placed it uh, on a pop because Lotto is uh, rapping to another famous rap beat and uh some part she sounds like she's kind of like rap singing so if we're gonna be fair let's be fair across the board next up we're gonna talk about nominating how are these artists songs nominated first round ballots are sent to voting members you have to be a voting member and good dues standing good dues standing mean you have to pay your fees To help ensure the quality of the voting, members are directed to vote only in their areas of expertise. What does that mean? Members are only directed to vote in their areas of expertise. So does that mean that if your background is in rock and heavy metal, that you cannot vote for the best rap single or the best new rap artist of the year? I'm going to have to do a little uh, research on that. And uh, let me find out. Let me find out that rap artists are voting for rock artists and rock and metal are voting for rap and pop. That's going to be very interesting. Well, anyway, they may vote in up to 10 categories across up to three genre, genre fields plus the four uh, categories of the general field uh, record of the year album, album of the year, song of the year, and best new artist ballots are tabulated by the independent accounting firm of Deloitte. They've been using Deloitte for a long time. So for those of you who are a little confused, let me repeat. Regarding nominations, first round ballots are sent to voting members in good dues standing. 
To help ensure the quality of voting, members are directed to vote only in their areas of expertise. They may vote in up to 10 categories across up to three genres, plus the four categories of the general field, record of the year, album of the year, song of the year, and best new artist. Ballots are tabulated by the independent accounting firm of Deloitte. There's also a special nominating committee. In craft categories, final nominations are determined by committees comprised <clears throat> excuse me, of voting members from all of the Academy's chapter cities. There are voting members throughout the country, such as in Nashville, Tennessee, Los Angeles, California, and you know, other parts, Atlanta, other major cities around the country. Now, there is a final voting. After nominations have been determined and announced, Academy voting members vote in up to 10 categories across up to the three fields in the genre fields plus the four categories of the general fields to determine the winners. So they kind of repeat that um, the steps that they had done for the... uh, uh, the nominating initial nominating process and then they kind of repeated for the final voting to ensure the quality of voting members are directed to vote only in their fields of expertise so in the final voting they have reiterated that after nominations have been determined so once these artists have been nominated after all the nominations have been determined after you know the voting in the various expertise categories and also in the category of, let me repeat, let me repeat, for the general fields record of the year, album of the year, song of the year, and best new artist. And they have to vote in their specified fields, right? And these artists are selected for nominations, and then they go to that final voting, uh, which says again, after nominations, they have been determined and announced Academy voting members vote in up to 10 categories across up to three fields in the genre fields plus the four categories that I just mentioned. And to ensure that there won't be any problems or accusations of fraud, they use the uh, firm of Deloitte. Now let's get to the results um, information. So the way the results are determined, ballots are tabulated by the independent accounting firm Deloitte Touche Tomatsu, Deloitte Touche Tomatsu. After vote tabulation, Grammy winners are announced at the Grammy Awards premiere and telecast ceremonies. The recording with the most votes in a category wins. Ties are possible, in which case, the two or more nominees who tie are considered winners. Winners receive a Grammy Award and all nominees receive a nominee medallion and certificate. Now, I haven't seen a tie uh, amongst uh, artists, I'm going to say, in probably uh, 15, 20 years, perhaps with the new rules and new regulations, and now they're allowing the peer-to-peer voting, perhaps we might start seeing that, which I feel is a little bit fairer than just kind of, you know, just giving it all to one artist who uh, people feel should not have won, you know, such as, um, which I am a fan of, uh, when they felt that Beyonce, I believe it was Kanye West, 
felt that uh, Taylor Swift did not deserve that award. In my opinion, he went about it all the wrong way. But w what happened during that time is that they didn't have the peer-to-peer -peer where everybody could vote. So there were only certain people in the recording uh, academy that were allowed to vote, and uh, they weren't uh, they weren't um, told during that time that they can only vote within their uh, specific expert field. So that meant that uh, country artists or rock artists who are not fan of pop music, such as in uh, Beyonce's case, you know, they would vote for uh, uh, maybe Taylor Swift, who was kind of more on the edge of country uh, during that time. But both are fantastic artists. So the Grammys Award statuette. Grammy Award winners sign, and they have to agree to the spe specific terms and conditions precedent to receiving a Grammy Award statuette. This is very, very interesting and educational, and you can go to the recordingacademy.com uh, uh, and get that information. I believe it's grammy.com forward slash recording academy where you can get that information a lot of people say that they don't want to watch the grammy anymore because they feel that the grammy there's been a lot of outrage about the voting being unfair and uh in my opinion i think that you know there's some validity to that because i don't think that it was fair that they were allowing people in the uh, expert country field or rock fields to vote for rap or pop or hip-hop uh let alone uh, a jazz field. So uh, I'm going to be back with another episode, entertainment and news and more, because I got the sauce and you're going to get it too, right here on the Julie Ducre Show. <laughs>